Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! Ow, ow, ow! Hey, and Rufus, look at you surviving the storm. Ah, yeah, I survived the storm. What do you think? What's scary, dude? I mean, we were all kind of huddled down here in my studio. It's like you came out better and stronger. Well, you know, the funny part is, uh, you might want to turn your mic up a little bit there, Roof. Uh-oh. But uh, the funny part is, uh, I almost didn't let the family down here in the studio because it is kind of a sacred space. Really? Yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, you know, I mean, kind of, I get it, it's dangerous, and there's a tornado on its way, but, you know, I got to have boundaries, you know what I mean? If you had to choose family or the cat. Hmm, that's a tough one. Which cat, I guess, would be a better question. Oh, man, the the choices just keep mounting. <laughs> they do, not looking good for the fam, not looking <laughs> good at all. No, no, there's multiple. Even you're not really making me choose, so we won't answer that question because it's not really a choice. It's just kind of a theoretical, right? Right. So theoretically, I would pick the cat, but that's just theoretically. Who knows what would really happen? Rufus, who knows? And knock on wood, hopefully you never have to find out. Certainly they will never find out, right? I mean, that's, that's the true. good news because I will have chosen already. Maybe they, I chose the cat. Maybe I didn't. Who knows? Who actually knows? The, the twister will get them, and they'll, they'll never... That's what I mean. You know what? Maybe they'll end up in Oz. Maybe bad things don't happen to people that get picked up in twisters. I'd rather be in Oz than here right now. I would, too. I mean, what do you, I, mean I don't know much about uh, Kamala Harris. I mean, obviously, anybody is better than Trump and Pence, so I'm hoping that that's a good choice. I really was... I was really hopeful that it, at some point there would be a poop, Pete Buttigieg... Uh, angle in there. So maybe he could be Secretary of State or something. He's a young man. I, I don't think he's leaving the scene. I, that, oh, I, I would agree with that 100%. He is young. He's very, very young. He's got God, he could live another 30 years and still be president. Oh, still be the, not the oldest president. So how's the new studio treating? You got a little fan going? You got, you got some action going in there. Looking good. Yeah, I got a fan. I don't really needed because I got the AC. Uh, I don't have the Christmas lights because the wife took them out and put them in the main area when we did a camp out last weekend. Unacceptable. Oh, so good. Uh, Unacceptable. Hey, another another list to give. I guess my question to you be: Have you tried the heat? Well, I haven't had a need to. It's been well, I know, week. but I mean, what if we're doing a show in the middle of December and Rufus has got icicles like coming off of his nose? Okay, well, it'll be like 50 or 60 here in December. Yeah, but I, can, I just want to warn you something about trailers, right? That thing is going to be like a fucking refrigerator. Because it's <laughs> funny how they work. I'm being dead serious because, you know, I take pictures of trailers for a living. I mean, the part of my job is to go into brand new units like that and take pictures of them. Yeah, but yeah. when it's cold out, dude, they're like fucking refrigerators in there because... The, the metal skin on the outside yeah. holds the fucking cold temperature to the inside. I'm not kidding you. 
So it will be a little chilly. I'm not going to lie. You know what? I, I think you're right because, like, I've been working out here during the day, and I run the AC, get it nice and comfy. But then I'll I'll leave, and I'll turn the AC off, and I'll walk out, and and, and then the next day I don't come out here till like eleven or noon, and I walk in and it's still cool, without the AC. Right. Wow. Yeah. You know what's funny is they, this is what would happen. I would go in the middle of the winter to a place and be like, okay, they're going to pull it in for me, right? Pull it into the shop where it's 80, 70 degrees or whatever, yeah. you know, to the factory. And it'll be nice and warm by the time you get there, right? And they pull it in at like 7 in the morning. I didn't get there until like 11 because I'm a late riser, let me put it that way. And uh, it's still fucking like 40 degrees in there. Jeez. And they're like, I can't believe it's so cold. I'm like, well, that's what happens when you leave something out in the freezer all night. It gets cold. I guess I'll have to test it. I have a space heater. I mean, it sounds the worst. <laughs> yeah, those are efficient. You know, I wonder. If, I don't even know if it's I, safe. I don't know if the power is like grid in your little trailer there can handle a fucking space heater. Honestly, I'll just build a fire in a bucket. Hey, I just want to say kudos to you for tonight's uh, episode, Doing the COVID Hoedown with Billy Ray Virus. I, I'm glad you like it because I'm hurting for rhymes, man. You're not, dude. You're on fire. You're on fire. Oh, you know what? I wanted to show you something here, and I don't want you to get jealous, but I did have him put your name on it, okay? Okay. Remember I told you I had a special treat coming from the guy from Tenacious D? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Shut up. What? It says, to Zigzag and Rufus, keep rocking with Hypersloth, John Kineski, and his dog Pancake. And he drew a little paw for Pancake. (laughs) That is so cool. And I just want to say thank you very much, John Kineski, for being part of our show now. We appreciate your support for the show. And I did not have to pay for that. That was a freebie. Thank you very much. Hopefully one day he'll be as big as us. I mean, I could hope. I could only hope that he'll have some kind of breakthrough. You know what I mean? I pray for him. I pray for him at night. But you know what? He even uh, he, He's a big fan of the, of, uh, the show, and I'm going to show you why that I know that, okay? Wait, he's listened to this show. I'm just going to say yes, he has. He listens every time we're on the show, okay? Oh, really? Call in. He uh, he posted a picture of his studio. You're never going to be able to see this. I should send it to you. Yeah, it's very bright. But, uh, and, yeah. and, he, and I put, looks as pristine as the Sistine. Nice work, Conus. Right? Nice. And he said, ha, I'm going to steal that. The pristine as the Sistine part. And I said, all yours, buddy. So I feel like we're even for the autograph now because he's got pristine as the Sistine, which I made up on the fly this morning, by the way. I think, I'm guessing, but you know how it is. Maybe. That caught my ear. I like that. Okay, so you haven't heard that before, though. It's not like something that's out there. I've never heard that, no. Awesome. Double Z does it again in the clutch. <clears throat> Score double Z. So you guys are getting pretty tight. I mean, you're not trying to push me out, are you? Well, I mean, he does kind of know how to shred and stuff. But, no, you're good. You're safe, dude. You're safe. We'll never, me and Coney, we'll never have this, okay? That's we'll true. never have this. I can Man, only hope. 
just I mean, just like me and him will probably never have what you and uh, Sammy Hagar's son have together. Resentment. <laughs> resent, yes, I do resent you for being so close with Sammy Hagar's son. <laughs> he probably wears those fucking I can't drive 55 pants around. He wears his glasses and the, the bottom of the fives are the glasses. Oh, you think? Now, you know what? You don't really see. I wonder what Sammy Hagar's eyes look like. When's the last time you saw Sammy Hagar without glasses? He's blind and we don't know it. Could be. Oh, my God. I never even thought of that. I bet he is. Maybe he shouldn't be driving at all. Not just 555. He just shouldn't drive. He's uh, mixing up his own tequila in the bathtub when he was trying to get the recipe right. You know what I saw the other day was, uh, uh, what's his name? Joe Rogan was talking to, who's the black flag guy? What's that guy's name? Henry Rollins. Rollins, and that's weird because I watched the Henry Rollins video the other night too. For some, it was suggested by YouTube. Was it the one where he was with Joe Rogan? I it was him talk, and they were talking about he, Ted Nugent. No, it wasn't Ted Nugent, but I think he was with Joe Rogan. I just don't remember the circumstance. Because he was talking about Ted Nugent, right? And he's like, I just wanted to. He he's like I like Ted Nugent's music and all that shit. And I I wanted to touch base with Ted Nugent about his politics, right? And he said out of the blue he had told that to someone, and, and he said out of the blue Ted Nugent calls him up, and he's like we started talking and we talked about everything but politics, right? And Ted Nugent's like I guess I got my politics, you got your politics. Let's talk about fucking music and other shit. He's like you know, sans Ted Nugent's politics. He's a fucking decent guy. He's just fucking a retarded as far as politics go. He's like, I don't know who that guy on stage is who carries guns around and says, ram him up Hillary Clinton's pussy. You know, that, that statement probably applies to a lot of people. You know, if, if you get the politics, separate the politics from the person, then they're probably okay. Dude, you have to watch. Promise me that you'll watch this. You have to promise me. Because every time I tell you to watch something, you don't. Bullshit. You might go watch some stupid movie with your fucking family and do some kind of family time when you could be learning about Earth and how shit operates. But on Frontline, I know I talk about Frontline a lot. About Earth, and I watched that. I watched that documentary about the geniuses in the mansion. Oh, okay, that was like three and a half years ago. I, what have you watched for me lately? What have you watched for me lately? That's what I got to say, Rufus. Right. You know what? No, I'm not even going to tell you what you should watch. How are you going to like that? Okay. I wouldn't watch it anyway. <laughs> That's what makes me sad. Then you'll never know that Alex Jones literally helped fucking get Trump elected as president. Oh, that's obvious. Because I watched this United States of Conspiracy, right, on Frontline, and it was all about Alex Jones. Basically, how... He helped fucking bring the nut jobs out of the fucking woodwork to vote for fucking Trump. Thanks to Roger Stone. Have you seen the latest video of uh, Alex Jones? No, what was he doing? He was at a, a pool, maybe Barton Creek or whatever. It was in oh, Austin. God. He's berating the lifeguards for wearing masks. Because it's a hoax. The guy just doesn't know when to stop, does he? The sociopath. I mean, because they came at him about that uh, Sandy Hook, right? 
which he was calling a government conspiracy. And they they went on and they had his his editors on the show, right? And they're like, he doesn't really believe in any of it. It's all just a fucking money-making scheme for him. And he doesn't know when to fucking stop. Because, dude, he was making, what did they say? He was making $100,000 a day selling shit on his fucking website like those crazy, he had like some kind of, Alex Jones power drops, you know what I mean? Take a couple drops of these and keep the fucking, don't fall for the fucking uh, government conspiracies. You know, and like shit like that. He's like, yeah, get on there and you can buy your, you you can buy fucking armored vests on there. Fucking uh, vats of fucking rice to put in your garage for, what when the government conspiracy all breaks down, you can be part of the fucking government. And he just like fucking loses it. And I never really ever watched InfoWars, but he basically turned into like a fucking, uh, what do you, an evangelist. Right, just a conspiracy evangelist, in my personal opinion, is what he did. Because after a while, he's yelling and he's mopping his forehead. He's like, "I'm so excited about this! I can't fucking stand it! I'm sweating! I'm not gonna let them fucking get to you! I'm gonna protect you people with all my fucking heart!" You know? And they're like, "We believe you, Alex." It's It's like one of those uh, southern preachers who's you know really animated. And then here's the fucking crazy part. So he's on there basically telling people to uprise or whatever. And that, you know, they sent that fucking cuckoo guy to that pizza place for because he was spreading that sex trafficking shit, pizza gate or whatever they call it. He goes in there like tries to shoot the place up and doesn't find anything, of course, because it's a fucking hoax. But yet, in 1990 or whatever the fuck it was, they run over uh, David Koresh with a fucking uh, a tank basically oh, because yeah. he didn't want to come out of his house and wanted to preach to fucking people who were there willingly. Yeah, yeah, they burned that fucking place to the ground. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, wonder what the conspiracy was. And really, there was a conspiracy, come to find out, because I told you, did you watch that, Koresh? Did you ever see that on Netflix? Uh, the Netflix documentary? Yeah. No, of course not. You told me to, so I haven't watched it. But uh, okay. I'm aware of what happened. It unfolded. I just I want to say, how many, how many times can you actually watch Frozen instead of watching something that really fucking matters? Every time I watch Frozen, I find something new about it to love. I think you just like uh, the idea of uh, that snowman guy's carrot, his big carrot. Movies might be called Frozen, but it warms my heart every time. And what is uh, his name? That that I, I feel bad because I've never seen Frozen, and you've seen it so many times. So today was the first day back to school for my clan here in uh, go. the Midwest. Actually in school? Yeah, yeah, they went to school. You know, here's what's crazy. Are you ready for this? This is how fucked up society is. Remember when I kept saying, we're wait, I'm waiting for them to do the right thing, right, and cancel school. Right. Remember I said that? Yeah, Last week, they, they did the right thing, and they canceled school, okay? But then, a hundred fucking psycho Trump tards fucking uh, got signs and went and marched on the fucking health department or whatever, and the next day they're like, we're putting school back in. A hundred Trump yeah, 100 people. I, I bet it wasn't even, probably like 40 people. Out of, I mean, the community is like 100,000 people. Why do people in power fold so easily <laughs> sometimes? I don't know. I really don't know. And, you know, and all I can think about is how many fucking, because a lot of 
kids are raised by their grandparents now. And you get this COVID and you bring it home to grandma and grandpa and grandma and grandpa for pushing up daisies, you're into the foster system. But you know what? Then I had a thought. I had this thought the other night when I was in the hot tub. I've been doing my best thinking in the hot tub, Rufus, just so you know. Now I know I find out you have a hot tub, okay. I don't have a hot tub. I go to my brother's house and use his hot tub after he goes to bed. Just so you know. Dude, my brother's hot tub. I love that DVD. I'm getting a hot tub though. I told my wife we're getting a fucking hot tub. But anyways, so I was thinking about it and I'm like, I bet you Trump's long game fucking plan here is to privatize foster care like the fucking prison system and just turn it into a fucking money making thing. He could fucking move a bunch of foster kids into an empty hotel, right, that he owns, and basically make money at it. And serve them. Well, I mean, I picture like a a scene from Annie, right, where he just feeds them gruel, orange gruel, of course. And he can probably, you know what, he can do his own pizza gate. He can turn it into a sex slave operation a la Jeffrey Epstein. I was going to say, I bet it was a plan him and Epstein had for a long time. Probably was. I can't believe Epstein didn't live to see it because Bill Clinton broke in there and broke his neck, broke into that prison. He's alive. I'm I'm not even sure that corpse they found is Epstein. He's probably whisked away somewhere. Oh, my God. You're probably right. I've been watching InfoWars. I bet you're right. I bet you were right. And I bet Ghislaine Maxwell is probably off suicide watch now. And she's probably going to be whisked away, too. What do you think about these guys that fucking escape prisons by, like, digging these fucking tunnels and toiling, like, at bricks and shit like that? I mean, this this is still happening. You know what I mean? It's like, how is that still happening? You know, I get it if you've got nothing. If you're there for fucking Right. I mean, I do understand that they have time. But me personally, even if I was there for life, I would lose interest after a week. I'd be like, fuck, this is too much work. I'm this just going like to go to the yard. Ultimate long con. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you're like fucking oh, working, yeah. digging a ditch for like 50 fucking years. We should do a skit where a guy is digging a ditch or digging out of his thing or whatever, and the day before he's going to go free, they move his cell, right? And some new guy moves in. And after five minutes, like, finds the thing and is able to fucking escape. Oh, man. That's that's almost not funny, but, like... You know what that's like? That could be a good uh, uh, episode for uh, the Twilight Zone, almost. It could. It could, yes. Oh, my God. Here's the twist. Are you ready? So the okay. guy who digs, is digging his way out, right, is a convicted murderer, like a psychopath. And he's going to fucking go free, right? But then the guy yeah. who eventually gets moved into the cell is the guy who's wrongfully fucking jailed. Right? And he fucking gets moved into the cell. Somehow, karma gets it so the, the twisted fucking mental guy gets put in a cell and locked away forever or whatever. But the guy who's wrongly jailed finds the loose brick and fucking escapes. Hey, wait, what if it's flipped? What if it's the guy who's wrongly sticking his way out? And I the know. guy who committed the actual murder gets put that- in. That's probably a better Twilight Zone episode. That's more like a Stephen King uh, twist to it. Dark. That's fucking bleak. We did it. We did it. Where are we going to write a music, uh, a movie in ninety seconds in every episode? Fuck, we did it on a thirty-minute episode. And and we did it in thirty seconds. Did not even planning on it. No forethought. It just happened. 
it, it just happened. It's a conversation, and we and there's and they still think they need to make remake Scooby Doo. Right, your best friend tonight is Zeke, and not pull that shit off. Come on, don't kick no, that. I will agree with you there. He, he first of all, he he only smokes marijuana on occasion, and so you know, I told him he needs to change that. <laughs> What's that? You only smoke marijuana too. But see, luckily you think like a stoner. This is true. I've been I've been uh, taught well. You have. You've, I've damaged your brain enough that you can't think like a rational human being anymore. Damaged in the right way. Thank God. A couple of fucking rabbit punches to the back of the head kind of got you right where you needed to be. I'll have to believe you because I don't remember those. Well, I mean, obviously you, you were passed out on beer at the time. And technically, yeah. uh, I don't think uh, a kick in the back of the head is really called a rabbit punch, but let's just call it that for today. Okay. I bet that works for me. Or wait, hey. is that code for you got me in the back with your head? Uh, no. That was the code that I watched Joe get you from the back with his head. Was he wearing his chef's hat? <laughs> yes, he was, as a matter of fact. Was he calling me Ratatouille? <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he said, my little rat. He said, my little rat. What was that little rat's name in Ratatouille? Rennie. He kept calling you Rennie. Is he riding my passed out ass like a fucking mechanic? <laughs> he was. Wearing, but the funny thing was, he was doing that, he was wearing a chef hat and bunny ears, which I thought, oh. that was a little off-putting, honestly. I asked him to do that. Oh, I figured you were. Well, wait a minute. No, hold on. He was just wearing a chef's hat. You were wearing bunny ears. <laughs> they were pink. I remember it like it was yesterday. Duh. So, uh, what's new in your... You know what? I feel weird with you not having your leaning stack of toilet paper behind you. I do, too. You know, it's uh, it's kind of making my bowels rumble. Because... Oh, wait a minute. Security having it there. In in this uh, in your mobile office and mobile studio, as I'm going to call it, I'm just call it the mobile studio, right? Forget office. Office. This is a studio. It's got a microphone and a camera. It's a studio, not an office. It's Hypersloth Mobile HQ. There you go. We can put a recording studio in the other side of it. It's what we should do. Dude, I'm putting the vinyl sticker on the door. What uh, What are you doing to keep your beer cold? Uh, well, the fridge is ice cold. I don't have anything in it. I just came in here with some beer. I don't drink beer during work hours. No, no, but I meant even for the show. I didn't know if you had a cooler in your little studio there, or you just let them warm up as the show goes on, even on an hour-and-a-half night show. Well, our, our fridge in the house is cold, so I just grab them and take them into the studio or office or whatever. And let them get lukewarm as the show goes on? They don't let that long. No, I know they don't. You, you, you'll drink anything that won't drink you. That's what I got to say. Ooh, I'm gonna put that on my license plate. <laughs> you should put that on the back of a shirt. I'll drink anything that doesn't drink me first. That's what Joe Bannister <laughs> said. Because I'll pass that on my face. People can still read it. There you go. There you go. So uh, this weekend's show, dude. What's the word? Hot sauce. No, no. We got to do it. We invest. I know we do. I know we do. I know. I know. Did you come up with a list of questions yet? Oh, shit. No, did you? 
right here, buddy. Got them right here. I think I have like four questions that I could throw at you that are pretty good, honestly. Are they like math? They're not gonna. Are they gonna stump me or embarrass me? Or Luckily for you, they're pre-algebra, so there's like a thirty percent chance you could get them right. I'm not gonna go deep and get into uh, diagramming sentence or anything like that. Okay, great, thank you. You remember doing that? Uh, I do. I, I still to this day don't know what the fucking point for purpose was. Yeah, I mean, what is the sense in that? I still don't understand that. I, I don't. What's crazy is by the time they're teaching you that, you've been talking and writing sentences for fucking years. You know how to do it. Do you know what an what is an adverb? An adverb. I know what one is. Like I don't know the definition. Well, give me a like, tell me a word that's an ad, is adverb an adverb. I guess would be a good question. An adverb, like an adjective, adds some information to a noun. Like that's crusty toast. An adverb adds information to a verb. Like he ran quickly. Oh, so it's like adding to the verb. Yeah, it emphasizes whatever the verb is. So what was the noun one again? Adjective. So the toast is crispy. See, why wouldn't they just call that an ad noun? I don't The English language makes no fucking sense. I don't know. It's because it's German in its root, correct? Yeah. Yeah or yeah? Did you mean to say yeah? I don't fucking say yeah. Yeah? My daughter is taking, I guess, on her phone, she's taking some kind of German uh, lesson, right? And it, for 10 yeah. minutes every day, it like clues her in. They're like, okay, now it's time to take your German lesson. And somehow Sherry knows more German than me after taking two semesters at St. Edwards. Well, that's because you learned from a guy who likes tequila. <laughs> no, you know what? It's not even on uh, Herr Becker. He was a good teacher, dude. Honestly, he, oh, I, think, I probably learned more in his class than I did any other class. But I think the problem is with something like that, now if I would have known – taken those German classes, and then moved to German and continued to use German, I probably would have been fine. Problem was, I stayed in America and had no reason to ever talk in German, so I forgot how to talk German. Well, it's like pre-algebra. You never fucking use pre-algebra ever. Yeah, I mean, you just jump straight to algebra, right? I mean, who needs pre-algebra? I just calculus when I balance my checkbook. What is finite math, by the way? I've never heard that phrase, so I can't tell you. Finite. I just remember when I was in high school, like, all the brainiacs had finite math. I think they were pulling your leg. Well, I mean, how can fin- how can math be finite? Because numbers are infinite, right? Maybe it's an inside math joke. Let's see. You know what? Now I have to check and see what finite math is. Do you mind? No, of course not. Finite math. Finite math is a catch-all title for a collection of topics that are anything but calculus. What? What? Anything but calculus is a thing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how does that even make any sense? The purpose of the course is to give a survey of mathematical analysis techniques used in the working world. You might say that this course gives valuable experience in organizing information and analyzing it. Why was only why were only smart people taking that class? Why is that a class that everybody learns instead of regular math? 
I don't know. That makes me uh, suspicious of calculus if it's set apart from other math in that you can say finite math and it doesn't mean calculus. Something about that is yeah. fine. What, so calculus isn't even real. What is cal- I mean, wonder what the technical thing of calculus is. I think, I think calculus, the branch of mathematics that deals with the finding of properties of derivatives and integral functions by methods originally based on the summation of infinitesimal differences. The two main types are differential calculus and integral calculus. You know what? Even that was confusing to me. I have no business even talking about calculus. I literally did not understand any of that. Here's what I do know, that your need for calculus throughout your life will be infinitesimal, if at all. Zero or below. Do you think that aliens gave us fucking math? I don't know. It's like giving monkeys a switchblade, I guess. Well, I mean, how do you have, I mean, how does a guy like Isaac Newton sitting in a fucking pumpkin patch or whatever, or on a tree, have a thing fall on his head and then turn it into a fucking math equation? I, angels, divine intervention. Dude, I meant to ask you, did you see that, oh shit, what was it? It was a show where they're basically, the the government is now admitting that they, what was this guy's name, Bob Lazar. Are you familiar with Bob Lazar? I'm familiar with Bob. Well, I know that as a UFO guy, you would be. So, you know what? Let's pick that up on the next show. Folks, thanks for listening to Hyper's Wealth Happy Hour COVID Edition. We'll catch you on uh, Saturday or Friday for Friday's show. Rufus, love you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Hyper's Wealth Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.